So I've been thinking a lot recently about the Ten Commandments. Not the Ten Commandments per se, but religious rules. Because I think they really do a great job in simplifying things. Because I don't think that we can be expected, especially today in modern times, for want of a better term, whereby life seems to move at a much faster pace and we're hit with all sorts of different moral and ethical questions or decisions that we have to make more so than previous generations i think even just the the advent of the internet it's just sped everything up but it's accelerated everything and i think we need a list of a list of rules basically more so now than ever because we can't be expected to have the time or the inclination to really discuss every little thing that comes up in great detail. So I'll give you an example from my own personal experience. I have a, a rule of sorts. It's not so much a rule, it's just it's something that I've, I've, I've caught on to over the years. I've noticed that I'm fundamentally opposed to banning things. I don't think we should ban things. And a big part of that is I don't respect anybody's authority to tell me what I can and cannot do. Within reason, obviously. So when I think of, when the question is raised, should prostitution be legal? Should, you know, cannabis be legal? Should you be able to do this? Should, be, should you be able to do that? In a lot of cases, my decision has been made for me. Because of my, because of my fundamental presupposition that banning things is, isn't a good idea. So when it comes to my thoughts on abortion... It's, and I hope this doesn't come come across as a copper because that's certainly not its intention. And again, this this rule set, this religious rule set, whether it be the Ten Commandments or or t- ten rules or twenty rules you make up yourself or whatever it is, they're not absolutes. They're just they're guidelines. So, somebody turns around to you and asks, "What's your view on abortion?" You might go, oh, fuck, right, okay. No, I better yet, there's a, a referendum coming up on abortion, let's say, in the next six months. And there's also a referendum on prostitution coming up. And there's a referendum on legalising cannabis coming up. And there's all these different referendums. And for most people, they're going to have to take each one of those propositions and think about them and try and figure out what their thoughts are on them. And with the case of abortion, it'll be, you know, the the woman's right to choose, the... Uh, sanctity of life is you know an abortion just straight up murder all these different things come into play but I don't really have to go too deep into those things because fundamentally I'm opposed to banning things now that doesn't mean that like for example I don't think that abortion should be illegal but that doesn't mean that I'm in favor of abortion in the same way that I don't think cannabis should be illegal. But I'm not in favour of cannabis per se. I mean, I don't think alcohol should be illegal. But I'm not really in favour of alcohol. No more than I'm in favour of consoles or chainsaws or bandsaws or any of these other incredibly dangerous things. I'm not in favour of them, but I, I just I don't see them as, as being banned or as, as they're needing to be banned. Gun control is another one. Do I think 
the general population in Ireland should be allowed bear arms, say, have firearms, guns. It's something that I haven't put a whole pile of thought into, and what's coming out in the wash here now is it's it's the, the proof is in the pudding here. I don't have to fucking think about it too long and hard. This is and this is my whole point. I'm fundamentally opposed to banning things. So no, I don't think you should be banned from having firearms. Now that doesn't mean that I think everybody should have at least ten guns. And I think guns should be relatively hard to get. And I think driving licenses should be relatively hard to get. And I think dangerous chemicals should be very are relatively hard to get. And I think a license to have and hold dangerous chemicals, fast cars, firearms, explosives, whatever it is, I think they, sh- they should be hard to get, relatively hard to get and relatively easy to lose and practically impossible to get back if you've lost them. But the point remains, regardless of whether you're talking about gun control, abortion, prostitution, drugs, anything, it's a lot easier for me to make my decision because of a pre... I keep fucking faltering on that term. I have a fundamental presupposition, an axiom, that says banning things isn't a good way about doing things. And I must put together a list, me that loves me lists, and have number one, don't ban anything. Number two, number three, number four, number five. Because I have loads of different rules in my head. I just don't know them. I just don't, I don't, I don't know them. I have, I, I, I know them implicitly, but I don't know them explicitly. I know them, or sorry, I get them, but I don't know them. So putting together that list is, on, <laughs> I'm going to add that list to my to-do list. Not everything will be encapsulated in this though. So something that I've been met with recently is whether or not to get vaccinated. And I don't have a, a fundamental presupposition there. I don't have a, a rule, a go-to rule. And I've been asked, you know, are you getting vaccinated, Frannell? And my answer has been, uh, yeah, probably, maybe, kind of, sort of. And my reluctance in the first place, I suppose, is based in that I'm not particularly fearful of COVID. My understanding of it is that I have a 99.999% chance of it not affecting me at all, really, outside of something akin to a flu. And there's loads of other vaccinations that I've no intention of getting because I'm not fearful. I'm not. It's not that I'm not fearful of getting them, but I'm not in the camp of people who should get them because of their of, of the health implications of getting it. Now, there's another argument there, but you have to get it to protect other people, and that's that's a statement that I've heard people say, but I haven't heard people say well. It's almost like an aside. So it's the way it's put to you is, you getting the vaccination? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Why not? You have to get the vaccination. Well, I'm not particularly fearful of the the condition that you'll get, the COVID conditions there. So why would I? Oh, and then automatically there's a, there's a change of tact. Oh, you have to get it to 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 protect other people. 
And I'm like, okay, well, tell me more about how it protects other people. Oh, you, you just you just do. And the argument, I'm not saying that it's not there. I'm just saying that I haven't heard it put very well. And I suppose that I have an inherent distrust of big industry, pharma in particular, government in particular. I have no faith in the Irish government whatsoever. I think that they can be broadly categorised as a bunch of fucking chancers. And I think that they look to the rest of the world and just follow suit. I don't see any original thinking. I don't see any autonomy at all. I just, I view Irish politics in particular as, you know, how to get, re- how to get elected, number one, first and foremost. It's two parts. Irish politics comes in two parts. A, first and foremost, how to get elected. B, a close second, how to stay in power once elected. Everything else after that is trivial. However, bearing all that in mind, none of the people that I hold in high esteem are actively out there saying, don't get vaccinated. I don't have a fear of the vaccination itself, per se, other than, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a medicine that I don't feel I need. So, I don't take painkillers that often. I certainly don't take them and I don't fucking need them. And I'm viewing the vaccine the vaccine in a similar light. I'm not taking it because I don't need it. I've nothing against them. I just don't feel the need for it. Like right now in this moment, I don't have a headache. So I have no need or want to take paracetamol. If my head was bouncing and I had a, he- a headache, I'd be fucking rummaging looking for the cunting paracetamol. So I'm not opposed to vaccines per se at all. And I've often given a fuck about people who don't take them. Because we've seen measles make a comeback in America in particular. In particular, should I say. And wherever there's an outbreak, it's always, always correlated with an anti-vax campaign, basically. So I'm certainly not anti-vax, but I am anti-taking something you don't need. But there's no one in my circle of influential people who are saying, whatever you do, don't take this vaccine. Or if you're going to take a vaccine, make sure it's this one over that one. And my little baby brother, past guest and friend of the show, Pat McKeown, he's been pushing for me to take, you know, do you register for the vaccine yet? When are you going to va- register for the vaccine? You registered for the vaccine yet? You getting the vaccine yet? When are you getting the vaccine? You've got the vaccine yet? And, I'm, and I've basically blurted out what I've blurted out over the last few minutes here to him. And he's fully sure and confident that I absolutely should be dispensing whatever worries are in my head and just lining up and getting it. But he hasn't been particularly convincing, to be honest with you. And what I've said kind of in jest, but with, I suppose, a serious undertone is, oh, look, if if somebody contacts me and basically rings me up and says I can call in tomorrow for my vaccination, you know, I probably will. But if it... If it involves me having to do a whole pile of work, like there's, the more work that I have to do to get this vaccine, the less likely I am to have to get. So herself mentioned to me yesterday, the wife, she mentioned to me that my age category, the 35 to something year olds were ready to be vaccinated. And I was like, oh, OK, very good. I kind of didn't say any more than that. And then she sent me, a, she texted me something earlier on to register basically and I was like oh fuck and I clicked on it and 
it asked me for my name, my date of birth, my mother's maiden name. And I just found myself filling out this fucking form on my phone. And I got to the end and to cut a long story short, at the end of it, it said, you have successfully registered your intent to get vaccinated. We'll text you with a, a date to rock up and get vaccinated. And I'm kind of happy enough to go along. But there's certainly a residual element of, you know, Father, what are you fucking doing? You above all people, this, you know, harps on about autonomy and individuality and not following the crowd and only dead fish swim with the stream and all the rest of it. But it's a lot like these other questions that I posed at the start about abortion or prostitution or drugs or whatever else. I don't have a ready, what do I do in this circumstance? And if I do, I certainly can't articulate it. Maybe it's implicit. But then again, if it was implicit, I would have just went and voluntarily booked my appointment for the vaccination and, and moved on with my life. But I suppose what I'm trying to figure out now is what rule can I implement or that I can reference that will make the next decision like this a bit easier as opposed to oh, if in doubt just go with the crowd because that's kind of what I feel like I'm doing if in doubt go with the crowd and there's something I really 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 don't fucking like about that I mean it'd be a hell of a lot fucking easier if I had something like like alongside I don't agree with things being banned if I had something always go with whatever you know the majority of experts have to say on the matter or some such thing it'd be a lot easier and it's that making things easier that I think has been attractive about religions forever they gave you 5, 10, 15, 20, 50 whatever it was rules basically and they weren't only to control people they certainly were to control people but they weren't only that controlling people was on the nefarious end of things but on the more genuine end of things it just made life easier and it meant that if you were ex-religion then you had a fairly good understanding of everybody else who's ex-religion so you meet somebody in a weird place and by a weird place I mean, a place you're not familiar with, like I was chatting about the other day, in unexplored territory. So you're somewhere new, you're somewhere different, you're out of your depth, you, you're not familiar with your surroundings, and you meet somebody, or you're dealing with somebody, and they happen to be ex-religion, the same as you. You can kind of go, oh, happy fucking days, I've got a handle on this person, I know that I'm not going too far wrong. But if you're ex-religion and all the people that you're dealing with are A, B and C religion, or maybe they're all just Y religion, it's like, oh, fuck, I don't know. I've... You can see how much more uncertainty there be in that instance. And in a, in a weird way, I think that this is, I think conspiracy theories and cons conspiracy theorists and conspiracy theory groups more to the point. They're almost like new religions because they're basically telling people what to do or what not to do. And that's comforting for people. And I think especially comfort, it's especially comforting 
if you're less inclined than me to discuss all these different things. Because whether or not to get this vaccine, like that type of thought experiment, like that's fucking right up my street. You'd think I'd fucking love that. You'd think, oh, there's a fucking half a dozen different rabbit holes to go down, figuring out the pros and cons and blah, blah, blah. Like that's my hobby horse, kind of thinking about thinking is, is that's what I'm all about. But if I'm finding it so hard and that's my thing, what fucking hope has some poor cunt who doesn't really have any interest in it? They have to follow the crowd to a degree. But following the crowd isn't always a good thing. Increasingly so, I think it's a fucking bad thing. But I suppose what this whole thing has me thinking about now is, by all means, book the trend. And I do. I'm a trend booker. I'm a, I'm a, a contrarian. If everybody says it's this way, I'm more inclined to think it's another way. But what's coming out of the wash is if you're going to go against something. So cannabis is illegal. I'm opposed to that. I don't think cannabis should be illegal. And I'm going to consume as much cannabis as I see fit and essentially flaunt the law. But when you book a trend, when, you, when you're being a contrarian, to me at least, the onus is on you to be able to back that up. Now, I could write a book on why I think cannabis should be, should be legal. So I'm, I'm very, very, very well informed on the matter. But when it comes to whether or not I'm going to take this vaccine, my knee-jerk, I'm inclined to not want to take it. But I, I couldn't write a fucking book on it. I could barely write a chapter on it. And I suppose what's coming out of the wash here is if you're going to book a trend, if you're going to go against what people are recommending you do, you'd want to have your facts in order. And if you don't, maybe you're just better off going with the crowd until you do have your facts in order. And it's weird because I feel like I'm in a bit of a dilemma here. I feel like I'm going to get the vaccine. I've literally only earlier today, I booked my place to get the vaccine. But there's a big part of me in there somewhere screaming, don't do it if the reason you're doing it is just fucking peer pressure. Get your fucking facts straight. Get your facts straight and, and explain to yourself and everybody else explicitly why you're not getting it. Or shut the fuck up and just get it. Thoughts, questions, queries, concerns. You'll get me on 089 40 And on that note, I'll chat you soon. Poof.